to go again next week. Be a bit more uh-huh. organized. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, shirts, rugs, music. We needed some fucking music oh, there this morning. Oh, that is a good idea. Yeah. Music would have been good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then just, I think a lot of people were hesitant because they weren't sure how many people would be there and what the actual goal of today was. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, looking forward to next week. Yeah, it'll be good. It's like every Sunday, right? Yeah. What's it called? Stand, it's stand in the park. Stand in the park. Yeah. And it's worldwide. Yeah. You know, it's good. And some people spoke up and yeah, Robbie Cato was there. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to see. I think, um, cause people are like, why didn't he talk? And I think, I think he was doing the same thing as us. I think he was just sort of assessing like, like what is this? What, and what are you wanting from me? Yeah. True that. You uh-huh. know, they're not mind readers. Like, yeah. are you wanting me to speak or are you wanting me just to be a presence? Yeah. Are you wanting me like, because I think too a lot of the time people feel intimidated by politicians. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they, you know, sort of if he's talking, he's kind of taking the focus away from what people are there for. That's true, yeah. Whereas sure. if he's, I think if he spoke and was like, you know, I think you guys are doing a great thing, like, mm. Cap's with you, we we support pro-choice. Yeah. Then I think that would have really helped people as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, somebody was just commenting and saying we should do it in the CBD. And yes. I was like, where that Anzac thing is, you know, in front of the yes. Civic Centre? Yeah. That would be good because the council's right there. That's yes. We definitely idiots. need a position, uh, like a spot that's more visible. Yeah. And then because I think also you get a lot of stragglers. Yeah. People just be walking around town and then they'll see someone they know and they'll yeah. be like, oh, hey, what are you doing? For sure. Yeah. I wonder if there's fucked up rules with that. Well, did you see that fucking stupid council post? Conveniently, coincidentally... While we're there, yeah. the council, Mount Isa City Council put a Facebook post up saying, hey, just reminder, from December de- from December 17, these are the rules. When you're on backstage, you can't go to everything. What is hilarious is Gary f- <laughs> is the only supportive comment. Gary, <laughs> you are my friend. It's like, you just gotta look around. I wanna around. meet him in person. <laughs> yeah. Just so I can see what, <laughs> just so I can see what kind of human he is, you know, because you don't... People, people say shit. People would have an, a, 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 an opinion of me based off what they see on social media. Yeah. But that's not me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh-huh. I'd love to meet Gary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would probably, he'd probably, like, engage and... Um, it would be little, so much fun. a little debate. Because I think you... Yeah. It's funny when people, like, you can just tell, not just him, but when people just say the most absurd things, like, what are you talking about? You can still transmit it with... Uh, if you're vaccinated like that's ridiculous and you're like or you they, don't even they, know that basic level knowledge like they yeah. don't know or they or they spout things like the burnett institute mm. <laughs> or the doherty institute i'm like are you the tga or oh, please tell me you are not drawing on the doherty institute for fucking facts because man that is all they're doing is modeling it's just yeah. modeling it's yeah. not based on any fucking yeah. data the TGA was on there the other day, and now they've... Like, there is just so many stories of people being injured and not being reported. Even, like, there was that guy, he's a news fella. Um, he had, like, serious cardiac issues after the vaccine. He's pro-choice. He's very much like, I don't want this to, like, make people, um, you know, not get the jab. But his problem was, is, like, it took him so long to try and get somebody to actually report it. Yeah. And that is for somebody seriously hospitalised with a cardiac thing. Yeah. There are people that are losing their fucking hearing in one ear. There are people who can't smell. Yeah. There are people who have irregular heartbeats. And those those weird, um, you know, those tingling, tingling nerve damage. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, so that... Like, fuck, they're being reported. You no, go to well, the GP, I've had a headache the whole time since my fucking vaccine. And they're like, oh, took a pen at all. Oh, it's a coincidence. Oh, um... Oh talking to a friend last night he was saying that 
he was really complacent and he didn't really think about it and he didn't do any research and he didn't know anything about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went and got one. Yeah. A, a, a fit, healthy 40-year-old man. Yeah. And he went and got it. And has and he said his exact words were it completely rolled him. Fuck, yeah. And it just, he's had this weird thing on his back ever since that he has to take antibiotics for mm. like a skin thing and because they're saying shingles and things are um, yeah coming and up. he's just he said he's just been really really fucking unhealthy ever oh. since he had it but and he even said he's like i haven't reported that to anyone yeah mm-hmm. he was wise enough not to go and get the second jab good um but then he also said you know another friend he was in his 40s two days after his jab he had a heart attack he said that never got reported as as mm-hmm. an adverse reaction you yeah. know, so I have a friend whose stepdad had a heart attack after his. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just genetics. Oh, it's going to happen anyway. People have heart attacks. Exactly, right? There's a doctor called Stephen, he's a cardiologist, Stephen Gundry, and he's a like, very well-known doctor in the US. And he's um, did a little shimmy shimmy jimmy. This is just an abstract, right? It's not a study. He's just reporting what he's seeing. Um, it's like a lot of words, but... It's very interesting. And people are saying he's a quiet guy. Like, he's not much of a public person. So, for him to go out of his way... It must be significant yeah. findings. Yeah. Um, so, it's if you want to find it, it's in ahajournals.org. Um, and it's called Abstract 10712. mRNA COVID vaccines dramatically increase endothelial inflammation markers and ACS risk as measured by the PULS cardiac test. A warning by Stephen R. Gundry. Our group has been using the PLUS t- cardiac test, GD Biosciences, something's annoying, a clinically validated measurement of pr- multiple protein biomarkers, which generates a score predicting the five-year risk percentage chance of a new acute coronary syndrome. So it's measuring, it's like you do this test and it'll give you a five-year risk on like, yeah, you, you might have a heart attack or a yeah. cardiac problem. This is what I think most oldies go in when they get a, a, a checkup, you know, like post 70 or 80. Yeah, right. I think right. they do this. Something. Yeah, because yeah, like my father-in-law said, oh, they did this real crazy heart test on me and I'm all good for five years. Yeah. So it must be pretty common. Yeah. Um, the score is based on changes from the norm of multiple protein biomarkers, including IL-16, a pro-inflammatory cytokine, soluble FAS, an inducer of apoptosis, and hepatocyte growth factor, which serves as a marker for chemotaxis of T-cells into epithelium and cardiac tissues, among other markers. Elevation above the norm increases the pulse score, while decreases below the norm lowers the pulse score. The score has been measured every 36 months in our patient population for eight years. Recently, with the advent of the mRNA COVID vaccines, um, back by Moderna and Pfizer, dramatic changes in the pulse scores become apparent in most patients. This report summarizes those results. A total of 566 patients aged 28 to 97, um, and then ratio one on one, seen in a preventative cardiology practice, had a new pulse test drawn from 10, two to 10 weeks following the second COVID shot and was compared to their previous pulse score drawn three to five months previously pre-shot. And then it, and I literally won't even read it because it's like baseline IL-16 increased from 35 to um, give or take 20 above the norm to 82. It's like a bunch of numbers, the FAS, the HGF, they measured everything's increased, right? Yep. And then it says these changes resulted in an increase of the pulse score from 11% five-year ACS risk, acute coronary syndrome risk, to 25% five-year ACS risk. 
At the time of this report, these changes persist for at least two to five months post second dose of vax. We conclude that the mRNA vax dramatically increased inflammation on the endothelium and T-cell infiltration of cardiac muscle and may account for the observations of increased thrombus, um, thrombosis, cardiomyopathy, and other vascular events following vaccinations. That's heavy. Yeah, so he literally says, as measured by pulse um, cardiac test, a warning. So he's seen people. And, I'm and, getting, and uh, your heart, and that's the other thing, like, you know, say you are an alcoholic for six years and Supping on, sipping on rumbos. <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Say you're an alcoholic for 10 years and then you, you sober up and you never touch alcohol again. Your liver will regenerate. Yeah. If you're a smoker and you smoke for 20 years and then you finally quit, your lungs will regenerate. Your heart cannot mm-hmm. regenerate. Once it is damaged, mm-hmm. it is fucking damaged. The TGA, I was on the website, so that's the Therapeutic Goods as- so not Association. Yeah, Association. Um, or the ther- ther- Therapeutic Goods of Australia? Maybe, yeah. Um, and so that's where you go if you want to look up the formal stats of the vaccine. They're engine. like the um, FDA, FDA equivalent in Australia, yeah. Yeah. like Bought and paid for by Big Pharma, yeah, really, though. Seriously, yeah. Which the FDA is too, so. Yeah. Um, anyway, when I was looking on it yesterday, um, they said that... My they they minimise myocarditis because yes. myocarditis is and they're trying to say like a, 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 a um what do they say a weak case of myocarditis yeah a mild mild case, case. there's never a mild no, case no. like if your child has myocarditis be concerned it's not just mild no their heart is it's fucked ridiculous and so on there they're like myocarditis can um basically go away in a couple of days and I was like what the fuck no like, so treatment can remove symptoms yeah. within a couple of days mm-hmm. but the inflammation to the to the membranes of your heart mm. is permanently there. Yeah. Probably, if your child was on par to like join the NRL or go to the Olympics, then probably not anymore. Their no. heart's not going to be able to get to that hundred percent. Most, like a lot of them. Yeah. And so myocarditis after treatment, many patients live long, full lives free from the effects. For others, however, ongoing cardiovascular medication or even a heart transplant may be needed. Overall, myocarditis, which can cause dilated cardiomyopathy, are thought to account for up to 45% of heart transplants in the US today. Some will also experience chronic myocarditis. This means mild inflammation um, persists, damage to the heart continues over a long period of time, and heart function may be adversely affected at some point. Others patients have decreased heart function caused by the aftermath of myocarditis. This means the scarring and damage to the cells of the heart muscle from the original inflammation cause problems with heart function, even though the inflammation and cell damage have stopped. So, like, don't, like, but the guys of the world, like, uh, can we oh, take trouble with saying his word, his name? Oh, maybe, like, defamation? Mm. Maybe just, just, maybe just cross out Gary. Gary. We'll just call him Gaza. The Gaza. The Gaza. Gaza. Um, <laughs> like for them to go, oh, but the TGA says it's fine. Like that's just my going to. And you're like, go to the cardiologists that are reporting shit like that. That are actually doing the test. Who are actually on in the clinics with patients. Yeah. Not just sitting back, looking at the TGA, listening to, you know, even the TGA, they said, oh, there's been 665 reports of death following vaccines. Oh, but nine, only nine, nine are confirmed. I'm like, how, so how the fuck have you gone through and like done autopsies and like. They wouldn't have fucking look like through that many deaths no 
And then not to even mention the amount of people that have died. And if they don't have a concerned friend, friend or family member who aren't pushing to be like, no, 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 they got their vax two weeks ago. They've never had a heart problem. What do you mean he died in his fucking Exactly. Like, like, if they don't have those people around, it's not going to be reported. No, and, and most people don't have those people And if it's around. reported, it'll be dismissed. And I mean, if you're deep in the grief of losing a loved one, the last thing really oh, on your mind is mm-hmm. finding medical professionals for a proper death diagnosis, yep. mm-hmm. aren't you? Like, yeah. You know that... Um, was he a UFC fighter in the US and his wife was a nurse, their child died six months, like after his vaccines for six months. Um, and the length she had to go to to get an, an actual autopsy done, like it's a particular toxicity or whatever it is, a normal autopsy wouldn't be like, oh yeah, your son had a, an adverse reaction from the vaccine and died. Like it basically said he's fine. So I remember he had to go and get samples of his son's brain that was taken from the autopsy yes. to take it to another lab. They just paid thousands and they of have dollars. To pay for it themselves. And it did show, like, yeah, of, like, you know, it was a vaccine injury that killed their child. But average people aren't going to do that. So, speaking of doctors and stuff, um, there is a retired doctor in New Zealand. Um, and he sent a very powerful letter to the New Zealand Medical Council from a retired doctor in Tarirunga. Retired doctors have a lot of credibility given they haven't been sacked. Um, there's still, so this is an excerpt of what he wrote, the stillbirth rates have skyrocketed. Yes. Usually. This, sorry, is this in Scotland, Go- Ireland? Uh, New Zealand. Oh, New Zealand. Mm. I saw one come out of Ireland Interesting. too. Interesting. Yeah. There's a few, a lot of doctors and nurses speaking out at these rallies too, like yeah, heartbreaking yeah. shit. Um, so he says the stillbirth rate has skyrocketed. Usually there are 114 stillbirths per year for the entire country, but in just two weeks, Hastings alone has had nine stillbirths in vaccinated mothers who were following your advice to get that vaccine. You are responsible for the death of those babies. You have blood on your hands. I suppose you are also in denial regarding the deaths of teenagers. We had we have two siblings dead after the Vaxathon in Christchurch. A girl aged 15 and a boy aged 17, plus a 17-year-old boy in Northland and a 13-year-old in the South Island, both dead the day after vaccination, and a 14-year-old boy in South Auckland who died two hours after his vaccination. Also, the 17-year-old girl whose death should have stopped the rollout but was instead blamed prior to an autopsy report on the pill which she had been prescribed for some time prior, so therefore the GP would have checked her for clotting risk factors at at that point in time, which I don't think GPs check clotting factors in women on the pill. I don't know, maybe they should. But I mean, checking for clotting factors, thats that would be asking like, you know, do you have clots when you have your period? Like, surely that would just be asking questions. Mm, yeah, you think you'd need to get like a level, like a blood... Like intense go. headaches, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I know a lot more about this case that he's referring to the 17-year-old. I know a lot more about this case than you do as I'm close family friends and I'm also aware that the government has asked families involved with severe adverse reactions and deaths to sign waivers that come with financial settlements. This blatant attempt to further cover up vaccine failure is abhorrent and as is the gagging order of the media at the cost of millions of dollars of taxpayer money. What do you think about this paying off thing? Because my friend Emma in um, Western Australia shared something about um, a family who, I think somebody had a horrific... Um, adverse event and they were told like don't talk about it and they were like yeah, it offering them money at all I mean same with up in the communities there's plenty of footage of mm-hmm. um, people asking Aboriginal women and men oh did you get your jab yeah 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 I got, got $500 eh yeah. and I'll get $500 for the next one Yeah, like it, it doesn't surprise me and I've heard reports of um, health professionals going into communities and threatening people with losing their children and losing their payments I if they don't so get it. I can see that. Like, as if that doesn't happen. Yeah. 
You see that with normal healthcare things. Exactly. Like they go into these houses and just the way they talk you, to people. You talk to any mother like us that chooses, for example, to birth and parent outside of the system. Mm. The thought of the system coming and taking your kids is always there. Yeah. Whether Because they can paint you to look like a fucking nut job. Exactly. So mm. imagine what it's like for these families where their children have been taken before mm. and their payments have been stopped yeah. before. Mm-hmm. They would absolutely do anything you say. Exactly. Yep. Oh, man. It's so bad. It is so, so bad. And it's so bad because people can't seem to see it. Like People are seeing it now, though. Like, mm-hmm. um, today, you know, it was so refreshing to see business owners. Yeah. It, ones that are vaccinated, even. Mm-hmm. Standing up for the right of their employees. Like, yeah. that is so amazing to see yeah you know they employ young women and men Mm -hmm. and and they stand by their choice to remain unvaccinated yeah it is so refreshing it was so nice to hear somebody say like we don't we don't care it's your private medical information yeah and i was like that's right yes like when did it become okay to ask someone if they're vaccinated although i was saying to a friend last night this the, the current climate and attitude toward vaccinations has been a long time brewing. Mm. We've talked about it before. You know, like your mum said, when she was a girl and you were children, whether you were vaccinated or not was fucking irrelevant. Yeah, like no one even cared. No one talked about it. No mm-hmm. one cared. Yeah. Fast forward one generation, mm-hmm. you and me are having babies. Mm-hmm. And when you first decide to stop vaccinating... You don't tell anyone. Yeah, you're petrified. Because you are so scared of the backlash. Yeah. And you know it's going to come. Yeah. Oh, it came. Mm. Oh, I had family and friends both say, no, we don't want you around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that divisiveness yeah. around vaccines mm-hmm. has been long established. Yeah. So really now it's common to ask yeah. people if they're vaccinated yeah that's true you know like even with government stuff like with childcare or whatever yeah you, you know yeah you have to provide your kids vaccination certificate for them to be enrolled in daycare yeah you know like it's it we long ago forgot about we gave away our rights a long time ago and mm-hmm. now we're scrambling to get them back yeah and i think it's all like i honestly see not the not you know when they talk about punching up not punching down like punch yes. up towards government punch up towards the people running things yes. not punch down on the people kind of thing yeah. like you could say but then i think there's all different areas of it like i am not going to go to any business that asks my vaccine no. status no. and i feel like maybe that's punching down because they're local business owners but then i'm like no actually i'm just a, a single per like i'm just a person yeah i'm not gonna do that okay what was my fucking train of thought government punch up i think yeah i feel like most like the bottom feeding scientists and stuff yeah are like good but i think all the top ones are truly evil they look at the population like putty in their hands yeah so when it comes to scaring the same fucking adults that had measles mumps and rubella yeah the same adults are now like oh my god you can't like you need you can't have your kid come near me unless they have mmr like it's just like what the fuck but it's because these healthcare tricksters can get in there with just a few little stats and massage the data and, and everyone's petrified and they become an arm of the fucking healthcare And those regiment. healthcare professionals were trained by universities funded by pharmaceutical industries. Yeah, and those universities were funded by governments that are funded by pharmaceutical industries. Yeah. Like if you think for one second that you are getting the truth from anyone that mm-hmm. receives funding from pharmaceutical industries, yeah. you fucking crazy. Yeah. Because you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, they're so fucking 
corrupt. It's not funny. And like yeah. you said, they just massage the data mm-hmm. until they get the result they want. Yeah. They uh-huh. just they hide people like that woman you were saying how she had this massive reaction to her first shot on the Pfizer trial. So mm. they just yeah. kicked her off the trial. Yeah, yeah like things Instead like of that. including her data so that mm-hmm. you could get a, a true representation of the risks involved, yeah. they just kicked her off. Yeah. And and she would not be the only one. No, hell the fuck no. So FDA, um, so when they when they approved the Pfizer, yeah. um, they didn't, like they obviously go over documents that Pfizer have, have told the FDA, like here's all of our shit, can you approve it? Yeah. And they review all these documents. Um, and so they, a court, they basically went to court, they released, so then that's, so that's not public. This is just what the FDA does. Yes. Um, but recently people are wanting to see it. Yes. So, so they, they did a freedom of information request. They could only, they only, FDA only provided 91 pages. Yeah. The first 91 pages. And wasn't there like 500 and something all up? Yeah. And so they have asked the court, um, to have till 2076 to yes, release the rest right. of the data. Yeah. So, like, if you want to know, like, how, hold the fuck on, why did the FDA approve this? What data did they use? Yeah. You only have access to the first 91 out of, like, whatever it was, was, like, I'm pretty sure I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw 586 pages. Right, okay. And they have until... Yeah. They have 55 years. 55 years to produce that. Why the fuck can't we see it now, bitch? Why do, why do they need 55 years? Oh, you know why? Because everyone that got it will be fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. This um, Aaron Siri writes like FDA produces 91 pages, um, two months and one day after it was sued, and close to three months since it licensed Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine, the FDA released the first round of documents it reviewed before licensing the product. Um, it re- it um, consisted of 91 PDF files. While it is for the scientists to properly analyze, let me share one observation. One of the documents produced is a cumulative analysis of post-authorization event. Adverse event reports of the vaccine received through 28th February 2021, um, which is a mere two and a half months after the vaccine received emergency use authorization. The document reflects <clears throat> adverse events following vaccination that have completed Pfizer's workflow. Blah, blah, blah. Pfizer explains on page six that due to the large numbers of spontaneous adverse events reports received for the product Pfizer, has prioritized the processing of serious cases and that Pfizer has also taken multiple actions to help alleviate the large increase of adverse event reports, including increasing the number of data entry and case processing colleagues and onboarded approximately redacted additional full-time employees. So they had to hire more people to, to get keep track of all the adverse reactions. Yeah. Fuck. Um, as for the volume of reports in the two and a half months following EUA emergencies authorization, Pfizer received a total of 42,000 reports, 42,086 reports containing 158,893 events. Most of these reports were from the US and disproportionately involved women, uh, 29,000 women versus 9,000 men and those between 31 years old and 50 years old. What's the what's the risk of COVID to 31 and 50 year olds again, Sarah? Nothing, like what, 0.03, <laughs> yeah. 0.03? Yeah. Um, also um, 25,957 of the events were classified as nervous system disorders. Um, females between 30 and 51, nervous system disorders, that sounds familiar, as a matter of fact, that sounds similar to the concerns raised by some of the women testifying or describing in the videos below. Uh, um, but no cause for alarm since Pfizer explains to the FDA, these, the findings of these signal detection analysis are consistent with the known safety profile of the vaccine. So if they knew these issues were going to arise, then why didn't they appear to have enough staff to process this expected volume of reports? The grand conclusion 
by Pfizer to the FDA, the data do not reveal any novel safety concerns or risk requiring label changes and support a favourable benefit risk profile of to the BNT162B2 vaccine. And so then, then he shows a bunch of women like talking about their nervous system. So they knew it was fucked. Mm. It's it's that uh, you know there. Um, I've just finally finished that Alex Berenson pod with Joe Rogan, and uh, you know how um, Pfizer has the largest pa- um, criminal payout. Criminal payout. Yeah, it's two point three billion dollars. Biggest fine ever paid. Biggest fine ever paid. Yeah. So. Um, I never really looked into the... I just looked into whether it was real or not. I, I never actually looked into how and why, why they, they got fined. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was interesting to hear Alex talk about it. And he was saying that... So they had these two drugs that were for um, inflammation. Mm-hmm. And you know how Nurofen really strips your gut? Mm-hmm. So it was, for neuro, it was for inflammation without the gut issues. Right. right. So they sold it as like this real perfect... Nurofen substitute mm-hmm. but what they failed to do and which is why they were fined was they failed to report that it caused heart attacks <laughs> and strokes is this Vioxx? Vioxx yeah 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 so that's that's the drug that got them in trouble and so they spent more on marketing than Budweiser in one year for this drug wow that they knew from their own safety trials that caused heart attacks. Yeah, because they were aware. They knew before yeah. they released the drug that mm-hmm. it caused heart attacks. Merck, so they they also um, were one of the drugs. Mm-hmm. They knowingly, wittingly, killed 55,000 people. That's reported that mm-hmm. they killed 55,000 people. No one went to jail. No one lost a job. They just paid this massive fine and life goes on. And so also to note, these are... Um Drugs like actual pharmaceutical drugs. Yes. So they are much more thorough and they can still be shady. Yes. Whereas vaccines are a biologic and the... The, the, the safety tr- shit is like half it's of what like, they have to do. Yeah. It's yeah. much less rig- like vigor- rigorous. Rigorous, yeah. Yeah, to get FDA approval. So like if they can be shady... And then throw in the whole emergency. Oh yeah, emergency use authorization bullshit. Yeah. It's just insane. Um, 55,000 people. So many people. That's, that's two Mount Isa's. Yeah. That's the entire population of Mount Isa twice. They killed those people. Mm-hmm. No one went to jail and no one lost their job. And I wonder that and fine just went to the government or did it go to help the people? Like, I'm guessing the people would I think it must have been a big class action. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, what's $2.3 billion spread between 55,000 people? Yeah. Fucking nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And your person's gone. Yeah. Ugh. It's so fucking disturbing. And then people genuinely think that these pharmaceutical industries, these pharmaceutical companies, have produced a life-saving vaccine and are giving it to us for free, which they're not. We're fucking paying for it, you dumb fucks. (laughs) And and they genuinely want to save people. Yeah. You don't think for one second. So what's Pfizer's um, profit for the year? Up to like $33 billion something or something? insane. And this vaccine's just boosted. That was like a quarter a too, I think. $33 and billion for the see, quarter. Right. Did you see um, how much... Oh, I don't even know what the fuck it is. Something financial just increased once boosters were announced. Yes. Because now everyone's like, oh, goody, we're going to have this. Yes. Like, and, this. and one of them crashed when something else happened. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, I, I forget. Something crashed when someone did something. Anyway... But do you think for one second that this company that just earned $33 billion in three months 
isn't going to fuck with data mm-hmm. to increase sales. Yeah. Like, as if they're not. They don't need to. The pharmaceutical company does not pay a fucking cent to you. If you go down to the Civic Centre, or not, they go to get fucking Kmart Plaza to get your vaccine, right? Okay. And you were fucking damaged. It's the taxpayer that's going to bail you out. It's yes. the compensation from the government, if you get any, which and, is very And you capped like, at 20 grand, too. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like, what? Oh, yeah, they've got a... Three months wages? Yeah. It's fuck all. Um, the pharmaceutical company gets to earn their billions. They, they, they literally, they don't have to pay. Like, you know, uh, Gert van den Bosch, the PhD guy, the virologist. He's worked for Bill Gates, all yeah, types yeah. of shit. Um, he was one at the start that said bad idea vaccinating in the middle of a pandemic, and he was on the high wire and did an interview. And um, his accent's really hard to understand. Though I had to like keep going back and back. Um, but he's basically talking about the breeding of more like variants variants and stuff yeah. basically because of what he said at the start like this was one of the things he said you're going to breed more um, variants with yeah because when you when you vaccinate people you are increasing the antibodies mm. but you're only increasing the antibodies to one of the proteins yeah. to one of the spike proteins so then it changes but they, it changes all so the it's time nature. It's viruses virus. are very clever yeah if if a virus is getting around and it keeps infecting people that have mm-hmm. this spike protein it is going to change itself yeah. so that it can infect someone and be successful same as pesticides pesticides stop working on weeds because weeds get used to it yeah and they grow around they probably change it's their the same as anything yeah. you know head lice these days yeah you can't get rid of them because all the fucking chemical shit we've been mm. using for the last 20 years they're used to it yeah they, they've figured it out everything is the same it gets yeah. it gets smarter the more it changes the smarter mm-hmm. it gets yeah um so the vaccinated people are the ones breeding the fucking yeah, they're variants a little breeding ground not the unvaccinated yeah um and then so if you come into contact if you're unvaccinated and you get COVID and you create antibodies there is proof that you don't create as many antibodies. No. Uh-huh. But they're longer lasting and they're more robust mm-hmm. in a way that they create different spike proteins. Yeah. So that if you come in contact with an, a variant in the future, mm-hmm. chances are you've already got mm-hmm. that protein. Because, you, yeah, you caught the whole, the live Because you virus. caught the wild virus. Yeah. Yeah. He was saying Paul Offit came out, Dr. Paul Offit in the US came out and was like, oh, no, he's wrong. Um, measles, rah, I compared it to measles. And he said, no. And he goes into detail. If you want to listen to it, it's a long one, but it's like the high wire with Del Big Tree and it's the Vandenbosch interview. He goes into saying, like, this is not the same thing because measles, uh, the general population were... All, all had measles as children. They were fine. They just, the vaccine um, campaign targeted children. So it wasn't this whole, like it wasn't a new measles outbreak in yeah. the community and you're getting, you know, vaccines in there. He basically says like, vaccinate, but only do the vulnerable people. Yes. Leave everyone else because it's bad. There's just one minute from his interview. People, during a pandemic, that means that the antibodies are mounting while they can be confronted with the virus. There you start to put immune pressure on the virus. So these combinations of doing massively, putting massively, having a population that massively, because you do mass vaccination, put pressure on the virus, combined with vaccination programs that are conducted in the midst of a pandemic, this can only lead to natural selection of the fittest and because many people are in a similar situation, this will be this variant that then can overcome the pressure will, of course, be enriched in the population and it will ultimately become the dominant variant.
it. And you can see many studies have been done. I have a study here of, from Canada where they introduced mass vaccination uh, and in August they had 50% of the Delta variant uh, circulating. One month later, they had 100% was Delta. So we have never ever been saying that there's more infectious variants. Yeah. Thanks. So 50% was, was just Delta. the normal COVID. And yeah, 50% Delta. But then Delta wiped out normal COVID. Yeah. Because normal COVID isn't going to survive because mm -hmm. people have, have been vaccinated yeah, against so it. Like it's an intelligent little thing. Yeah, of and course it, changes, it is. Everything it's in life is, yeah. it, it will do whatever it can to survive. Exactly. Yeah. They also said, and then there's things too, people like variants were happening before the vaccine and he addressed that as well and said, they said there's something crazy, like 20,000 fucking variants, right? Um, but he, he basically extinguished that whole fucking argument because he said, they it, it like variants are often nothing like barely nothing it's like one thing changes. one tiny little thing changes and he yeah. said like we're talking about the ones the big daddy ones that come in afterwards that's what we're looking at and that's happening after vaccines yeah. like it's not you know um but once again like these people are scientists he's he develops vaccines that guy as well or he works closely in that field he's not anti-fucking vax like no. i'm sure he's fully i think vaccinated. that whole rhetoric you know like it's getting so old yeah it's just even, to dismiss even people. talking about these protests right like that there was epic protests all over australia yesterday yeah, fuck so it was cool. wild so good to see australians finally getting the fuck together mm -hmm. um and still mainstream media like one popped up from the age and it said thousands of people protesting in um, Melbourne? Melbourne. Yeah, thousands. Um, motherfuckers, there was hundreds of yeah. thousands. Plural. Hundreds of yeah. thousands of people. Um, and they still, like, the first fucking sentence was, like, anti-vax protest in... But then when you go actually onto social media and look at the mm. footage and meet the people and see the photos and all that sort of stuff, there was, there was photos of people... Um, I'm double vaccinated, yeah. but I'm anti-mandate. Yeah, and there mm -hmm. was so many people. Mm -hmm. at, 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 and Melbourne, what's what are they at now? They're like at uh, Victoria, over 90, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they're like they've got massive vaccine mate. vaccine compliance, right? Mm -hmm. Three hundred fifty thousand people. They ain't fucking anti-vax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, most of them probably have had it. Yeah, most of them would have, whether they wanted to or not. Yeah. Is another story, but mm -hmm. most of them would have it, and yeah. they are still out there fucking fighting for freedom. Yeah, because this is long fucking done mm -hmm. anti-vax pro-vax it's not that fucking argument anymore yeah uh-huh this is this isn't about a shot this is about you the government restricting freedom on people mm -hmm. based off a personal choice yeah which and it's fucking how much more proof do they need that it's not working the way they thought it was gonna work yeah you see that jacinda ardern the Ugh, prime minister and her voice new zealand like she was it, probably like a week or so ago now she's doing a little press conference and, and she's talking about this you know mandating mandating vaccines and all this shit and this guy's like what about israel what about the data like looking forward moving forward as a country yeah. it's failing over there like everyone that's dying has the vaccine like what the fuck are you doing and she like shut the press conference down go inside that's unauthorized yes question. i saw that you know, like, yeah. what the fuck even today where the fuck was Derek barry where the fuck was yes. the editor of the northwest fucking star this yes. is a small fucking community there is something really big happening and this cunt is fucking what sitting in the northwest star building probably doing having fuck coffee all. with gaza 
<laughs> Seriously, he's only supporter. It just does my head in. I'm like, where the fuck is everyone doing? Where Where is everyone? Yeah. Why aren't they doing their jobs? You're a fucking journalist. You cover it. You come in even if you don't fucking agree. Like, but the thing is, these journalists, they start to have their own opinions seeping through on all their reporting. And it's clear there's bias and they're not meant to be. Yeah. And there is. It's like, a, it's just ridiculous. It's the same with the fucking mayor. Like, how gross. I know. Have you scrolled See you later, through? bitch. You're yes. not going to be here for much fucking when longer. When is elections? Like, how often I don't are know. they? I didn't vote in the last one because right, we, I couldn't yeah. be fucked. But I will in the next fucking one. And it's going to be the person who doesn't she, want to be there. She had this big, massive fucking attitude before she got elected. I have not heard peep from her other than her fucking Facebook posts. Yeah. You haven't, I haven't heard anything from her. Mm. Say what you will about the last woman, but at least she was out there doing shit all yeah, the time. Yeah, true. See, I think when she got in, Danielle, it was like right at the start of COVID. So whenever I see um, anything, it's always her standing a metre away from people in photos. Oh, I know. She's so embarrassing. Yeah. Like actual embarrassing. I stopped going to a business in town I used to get my coffee from all the time because a person that runs it and along with her was spreading misinformation and they were basically getting their vaccines and proudly saying I did this for my community I know to protect the old people and it, it's going to stop me from getting the they basically said it's going to stop me from getting the virus and I'm not going to spread it I'm like lies lies yes use are the propagators of all the misinformation and I'm not yeah. going to fucking spend five dollars a fucking day for your coffee bullshit and they think they're so fucking high and mighty because mm-hmm. they tune in every night to channel seven and they're mm-hmm. in and they know what's what. And they've got the fucking token doctor at Gigi Healing spreading bullshit. Yeah. So I had a pamphlet come into my fucking oh, mailbox yes, yesterday. And it was basically like, get vaccinated, primary health care network or whatever. A fucking liaison officer dropped it off. Why the fuck is Queensland police, why the fuck are they doing work of an NGO? I was like, go the fuck to work, go pay. Like, why the fuck are taxpayers paying for you to let a, like, let a drop box, whatever the fuck you call it? I was like... Fuck. That's heavy. Why are you working? Why are the police <coughs> dropping shit off? Well, she's not a copper, but you know. Why are they dropping things in my mailbox from the fucking primary healthcare yeah. place in town? Go, like, those NGOs get so much fucking funding, it's insane. Go pay some fucking locals you, to drop it off. Do you feel like it's copper. embarrassing the words they use to try and lure in the indigenous community? It makes Don't me feel so jibber, insulted. Be a jabber. I, and I always have been the way they, because this is a problem, it's like, oh, we need to, um, you know, like, like, uh, give them messages, give them. Like, it's so, it feels so icky and racist to me. But, like, Doesn't it? they dumb the language I'm glad down. It's not just me. Yeah, and it's yeah. so uncomfortable. Even, like, like, even so far as I remember when, um, Tanner got his ears done and there was a thing on the side and it was like deadly ears yeah and I'm like what why do they talk like that but even you hear the health professionals as soon as they see often when they see an Aboriginal person it's this whole change like I don't know I change my how I talk to everybody um you know like and especially in mental health, you kind of gauge what someone's like and you kind of adjust yeah, your yeah. attitude and the way you talk and if there's a young person if it's a old man or whatever but just some people just adopt this language. And I'm like, why are you talking to them like they're 13? Exactly. Like, I know they're not... Like, what the fuck? Yeah. They're still human beings making decisions. It's, it's so insulting. What the fuck? Yeah, it just grosses me out. And then you don't uh, fucking jibber-jabber thing. Like, that jibber-jabber thing drives me insane. Oh, yeah. There's only one person don't... I want jabbing me, and it's not the fucking government. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a good reply, then. You? Yeah. What were you going to say? No, no, I can't now. I, I forgot. Damn. What was it? I forgot. 
So what's the go with green tea having more caffeine than normal coffee? Yeah, I don't know, but it's a thing. Hmm. So is it still good for you? Yeah, well, I mean, caffeine's not bad for you. Yeah. In moderation. Yeah. It's I've like seen anything. this thing the other day. It's like two to three cups reduces dementia, but then more than six increases. And I was like, oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, reduce that. <coughs> yeah, you really got to find that middle ground. Mm, I got some the other day, green tea, and it was like, I was like, oh, this is not bad. Black coffee is really good for you too. I think yeah. people fuck it up when they put pasteurized milk and, milk and sugar in it. Yeah. And white sugar and shit. Well, yeah, I had it with just hot water and I was like, oh, this is actually not too bad. Hmm. Totally. Oh my God. There was a house fire in Melbourne overnight and four kids died. Oh it was God. like two boys, two girls that were like six, ten, eight, and three. The mother, father, and an eight-year-old survived and I just thought some humans just go through the most man when they're on the planet. Like I just was like, how the fuck do you even How do you even survive? How that? do you oh man just, Imagine being that kid that survived. Oh god damn. Imagine being the parents too. Oh. Like but imagine being that kid that survived. I just don't know. Like, like you just be like, why me? Why did I survive? Yeah, yeah. Everything. Apparently they haven't ruled out if it's suspicious or not. You know what's weird? Sometimes I think when it is caused by a parent or something, you think, like, I think I feel less sad because I think, oh, well, they're not as sad now. Like, I feel really sad thinking of that story because I'm thinking of the parents just, like, in utter shock and you yeah, just are yeah. like oh my god I wish I could just take it away for you for like two seconds yeah but then when you know that they're in on it you're like well fuck you and then I feel less sad I think I still feel devastated for the children but the children yeah, are yeah. dead they're not here anymore yeah yeah I don't know but what then it, that poor kid is still alive oh yeah that Ugh. yeah it's all fucked up I think yeah the house fires are a fucked up thing and you know I didn't really realize how messed up fires were until I listened to this podcast about the what was the backpacker place chill no children's chill, yeah and just listening to these people trying to get out. And that really reshaped was. fire safety in Australia. Did it? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's when all those rules came in with the... Yeah, smoke alarms and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so Chris and I argue about this a bit, actually, because I mm-hmm. like to sleep with the door closed. And that's good fire safety. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but he likes to sleep with the doors open. What kind of psycho sleeps with the door open? <laughs> I know, right? So, and it hasn't been so bad, because while we've had a baby in my bed... Mm he pretty much doesn't sleep with me he sleeps with one of the kids basically every night so it's not an issue Mm -hmm. I close the door with the baby and then he sleeps with the other kids with the doors open Mm -hmm. but it disturbs me that the doors are open and then to add to that none of our fucking smoke alarms are installed Uh because we're renovating interesting and it really disturbs me that because the smoke can go in and like well so because fire obviously follows oxygen so mm. it's just going to engulf all the rooms where there's oxygen. But if mm. the door's closed, the door a door closed while you're sleeping can literally save your life. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. I think I knew that, but I forgot it. Yeah. But you clearly sleep with your door closed, so it's not an issue. Yeah. And, and the kids' rooms? Yeah, they're all closed up. Yeah. And yeah. can you hear them in the night? Um, I can. Yeah. Like, no, like maybe initially not, because I sleep with earplugs, like, every night, because yeah. I hear every fucking thing. But I can often hear things before Chris does anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, because I didn't realize how incapa- like how cognitively incapacitated you are in a fire. If you've woken up and there's smoke, you can be so like disorientated. Pe- yeah, like you can yeah. just be on the s- and just want to go to sleep, and you have to fight through that to try and think about where's the window, smash the window. Yeah, and imagine so that's you as a as an adult. Mm. Imagine your children. Yeah, like they they wouldn't know to fight the, the like the drowsiness. Exactly, and I mean half the time maybe they wouldn't even wake up yeah which would be a blessing. which would be a blessing yeah, yeah. for sure oh, so 
It's such a shitty thing. After I watched um, American Horror Story, the witch one, like it was like a bunch of witches in an academy or whatever, and like everyone was getting burnt at the stake all the time. And then I was like, that would be the most horrible way to go. But then now I'm like, actually, I would fucking do it. I feel like burning at the stake would be painful for a bit. But this is if I had to get put to death, I mean. Like, I wouldn't do it for Depen- fun. It depends where they're setting you on fire. It'd like, have to be a quick, hot fire. But I think it'd be a bad way to go. A yeah, badass way. Like, yeah. fucking ow! And then you, then it all, um, like, all your nerves would die. And then, if it's slow, that would be horrible. Oh, <sighs> The things we think about. It would be really... Um, Have you watched that movie? I don't know what it's called. Ladder... Ladder 59 or Ladder... I can't... Like, these movies are so fucking sad. I can't deal with sad movies. Maybe. Yeah, so it's got Jacqueline Phoenix and yeah. the dude from Greece. Yeah, I think What's I've seen the, like, type, like the video It's title. really good and it's about fires and they, he gets stuck in this building and whatever. And it is a really good movie, but, yeah, it's intense. Like, oh. it, that would just be the worst way to die, I reckon. For sure. Or rather, like, drown or something. See, people say drowning's peaceful, but when I get fucking rolled in the ocean, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. ooh, I'm paying the salt water everywhere in my nose. Oh, and I feel salt like water death. burns, yeah. yeah. Like, the fuck is painful about, uh, peaceful about this? Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. I just hope um, I die in my sleep. Maybe when I'm 95 and I'm sick of the place, I'll get the COVID jab then. And then I can die in my sleep from the It jab. won't be COVID jab then, though. It'll be, like, smallpox or something. Did you see the, yes. all the shit going on about smallpox? I know. Yeah, so the, that chick I follow in America, Shanda, Chanda, I, never, I don't know if it's Shanda or Chanda, mm-hmm. but she's, like, really loose on the conspiracy theories. Like, she's got a lot of footage that shows that that whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing was just a major false flag. Yeah, right. She's got, she's got the footage of him shooting him, but his arm's fine. and what? Yeah, it's loose. And then she's got footage of his arm, apparently, with the wound, like, immediately after. There's, like, minimal blood. And then 24 hours later, another picture of the wound. Um, but the tattoos are completely different. Mm. And then he, the victim, randomly deleted his Facebook. But obviously heaps of people had taken screenshots already. and yeah. Like, there's just so Madness. much evidence that it was just this massive false flag. Anyway, um, she shared some stuff probably three weeks ago now. Yeah. About smallpox. Mm-hmm. And, like, because she said how Bill Gates has started talking He's about it. a couple of times. Yeah, so she went right into it. And um, she found, like, homeopathy to treat it. And there's this right. plant that you can make a tincture from and all that sort of stuff. It's really cool. If you don't follow her already on Instagram, I highly recommend it. She's really deep, but she's got a really good heart. Like, she's genuinely, like... And she's just funny, too. She's, like, yeah. you know, a bit like us, just calls everyone cunts and stuff. Um what is her tag because she's hard to find you actually have to put her whole whole name in in. yeah so no spaces no underscores or anything it's just the shine don't stop okay and she's a blonde really beautiful american woman okay yeah so the the smallpox thing see there was a little out out, they found vials of smallpox in some lab in the u.s was it Merck? in a Merck lab And it was like reported. They were like, "What the fuck?" Like it was, it was yeah. weird. They weren't and because be there there's only supposed to be two locations of smallpox. One's mm. supposed to be in Pennsylvania, and one's supposed to be in some other place. And then this was found in a completely different laboratory, and everyone's wigging out about it. Um, so yeah, I mean, remember when Bill Gates had that interview, and he was like, "They'll pay attention to the next one." Yeah, and he was like, "Ha ha ha!" And he didn't he even cite smallpox? He yeah. literally said it. Yeah, you're like, what? 
Yeah, so it's yeah, it's pretty gnarly. So they never had a smallpox vaccine, right? This is oh no, they did. They did. This yeah, was when they were My nan, I remember, had like a random scar on her arm, mm. and every time I asked her what it was, she oh. said that's a, that's the smallpox vaccine. We don't vaccinate for it now, though. No, because yeah. it's eradicated. This is the one that who's that blonde lady who's awesome and she's like slandered all the time. She was a doctor. She was in vaxxed and they talked about smallpox she knew like the history of smallpox when it broke out and what actually brought it um to a standstill was there were once you were actively infected they this is like in 19 fucking or two or whenever yeah they just isolated the person and yeah. brought them food and stuff and they basically healed which is how it should fucking yeah, be because before this they were doing the whole like they'd get the pustules and put it in a horse and then all the fucking yeah, around yeah, and then yeah, people yeah. were just dying and there was uh, anti-vaxxers back then that were like protesting saying they didn't want the vaccine because yeah. it was killing everyone and they went right through the history of that vaccine and how basically in the end um, herd was, immunity was achieved through natural infection. Yeah. And, um, and quarantining the sick, not quarantining yeah, the, the sick, fucking healthy. Exactly. The sick were quarantined. Because you still yeah. got to... That's what I'm like, when the borders open up, I'm like, it's going to spread. Vaccinated, See, what the fuck is wrong with everyone? We were talking about this today. Like, yeah. we were saying, what happens, right? Okay, so... Um, Anastasia hasn't given any kind of clues or insight. Yeah, like, when is it going to end, bitch? Yeah, what's her plan, all right? So Mm -hmm. the borders open only to the vaccinated, though. So how's it going to come in? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you can't transmit it when you're vaccinated, how's it coming? (laughs) Anyway, we'll just ignore that massive fucking flaw in their plan. (laughs) So say for argument's sake, we get a case in Mount Isa. Mm Mm-hmm. Are they going to lock Mount Isa down? Are they going to close the schools and down? And going off New South Wales, it's, oh, in Victoria, that's exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, like, it's just the most utter fucking bullshit. Just get it over with people who want to fucking, who don't care about getting it. Yeah. Let us out. And then, like, you go on Facebook and shit and people are like, don't open the borders. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, I don't want to be mixing with you. Cunt, stay home. No, literally, stay in your fucking house. We don't want you either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. But what is, so like, and because I was talking to dad today and he's like, oh yeah, they're talking about how, you know, this shit's going to go into 2022. And I'm like, yeah, dad, it it ain't going to, it ain't just going to go poof when everyone's vaccinated. Vanden Bosch in that interview basically said this would have been done and dusted and a last If they just fucking left it. Like there are going to be, like, make the vaccine, give it to the people who are vulnerable. And the people who want it. That's how the vaccine will work best. Not everyone and not these fucking kids, man. Yeah. I cannot get, I can't ever move past this kid shit. No, I mean, there was a nurse um, in America, she's gone really public with it, saying that um, she took care of, she's like been an RN for like 40 years. Yeah. She's in her 60s. She's like, for the first time ever in my career, I just looked after an eight-year-old boy with myocarditis. Yeah. She's like, that's not a fucking coincidence. <sighs> not to mention what the hospital's doing. Like, the treatments are so shady with yeah. COVID. And yeah. it's like, oh, people are dying. I'm like, yeah, but how were they treated? Remdesivir? Yeah. Like, yeah, did yeah. we kill their fucking kidney first? Are they giving them ivermectin? So there was an Aboriginal fella, because <sighs> I joined, like, a couple of First Nations, um, like, I follow a couple of First Nations people on uh-huh. Instagram and they put it sorry they put a shout out the other day um because they had a a fella an elder that mm-hmm. was had had a fever for five days they convinced him to test and he tested positive so then they admitted him to the Gold Coast University Hospital yeah but they said they didn't want him treated with any antibiotics or anything like that and they didn't want him mm-hmm. intubated yeah so then um they had to get like they had to go to court and get a Aboriginal healer approved by the hospital. Uh, what? So then they were able to use their Aboriginal herbs and whatever they yeah, do. Yeah, right. And they had to get approval for they that. They had to get oh, approval for that. Yeah. And then, but then anyway, twenty four hours later, he walked out of the hospital. He was wow. all fine. Wow. 
That's awesome. So, like, no, your treatments aren't fucking working. Exactly. You are killing people. Yeah. And there's, like, I'm trying to fucking find it. There's quite a few health professionals. You see them speaking out. Like, I've seen a, a fucking bunch of them. Um, nurses and, like, a one doctor talking about... Oh, no, that's that funny, hilarious one. Um, just talking about going out saying, like, we're treating people wrong, we're giving them this, we shouldn't be. And something like remdesivir, you should use one to three days before onset of symptoms or something, and we're using it over and over again, and people with drips are, like, just dying. Yeah, and then they're going into kidney failure, and we're like, why? Yeah. Uh, my friend Emma went to <clears throat> the Perth rally and got the best fucking photos. Perth. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, I was yeah, like, fuck yeah. yeah, man. She had her kids wearing, she had this shirt, she had everything. Yeah, yeah well, I tonight awesome. I will be ordering my kids' shirts ready for yeah. next week. Sweet. What are you going to write on them? I don't know. I'm going to... I'll have to get four different ones. I'll get <clears throat> get Reggie a little, a little onesie or something. Yeah, that'd be cute. Um, yeah, it's... It feels like the... It really feels like the atmosphere and the energy in Australia has changed. Yeah, definitely. So that was, oh, that was the other thing I was going to say, how um, I worked it all out last night. So there's a political scientist in Harvard and their whole team did this massive study Mm -hmm. um, about how it only takes 3.5% of the population to overthrow Mm -hmm. government Mm -hmm. and, um, and how how effective it can be mm-hmm. to participate in nonviolent protests. Yeah. Anyway, so they um, they went through a whole bunch of different things. Um, so it, needless to say, Chinoes, um, oh fuck, ads popping up. Hang on, sorry. Um, Chenoweth's research builds on the philosophies of many influential figures throughout history. The African American abolitionists. Um, mm-hmm. oh, sorry, heaps of crap. Where is it? Okay, so Chenoweth performed an extensive review of the literature of civil resistance and social move- movements from 1900 to 2006. A data set then corroborated with other experts in the field. They primarily considered attempts to bring about regime change. A movement was considered a success if it fully achieved its goals both within a year of its peak engagement and as a direct result of its activities. A regime change resulting from foreign military intervention would not be considered a success for instance. A campaign was considered violent, meanwhile, if it involved bombings, kidnappings, the destruction of infrastructure or any other physical harm to people or property. And so what they found, um, they had collected data from 323 violent and non-violent campaigns, and their results were published in their book. Um, overall, non-violent campaigns were twice as likely to succeed in violent as violent campaigns. They led to political change 53% of the time compared to 26% of violent protests. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and what they found was that it only takes 3.5% of a population to actively participate in protests to ensure serious political change. Interesting. 3.5% of 27 million, which is Australia's population, is only 945,000. Wow. We're there. Yeah. We're Definitely. so, like yesterday... Because there's still a lot of people that just won't go to things either. Yeah, but they and can't, it. you know, yeah. like working, mm-hmm. sick, um, on holidays. Yeah. Like there's all thousands of different reasons why people might not be able to be at those protests. Yeah. Um, but... From the difference in one week. Mm-hmm. Melbourne went from like 
yeah, you know, maybe what's between eighty and a hundred thousand mm-hmm. to well over two hundred thousand mm-hmm. in one week. Yeah, imagine what they're going to be at next week. Yeah, like epic. It's so good, and yeah. I think it's because of the government too. Because it's like they've got their fucking boot on our neck and yes. they're squeezing, and no one really cares. But then right now it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, I can't breathe. Yeah. Now we're going to get up and go. Like it's and starting that, to affect people. Like business owners have to fucking ask for vaccine status. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And you know that divisiveness that we're talking about, like when it comes to vaccine, you're either anti-vax or pro-vax. Yeah. People were always scared to talk about that because they mm. didn't really have a need to talk about it. Yeah, you true. know. Whereas now, yeah. people, all different sorts of people are starting to talk out about mm-hmm. it because they have a reason to talk about it. Yeah. They're losing their jobs. They're losing their businesses. Yeah. Family members are excluding them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't go to the fucking cafe. Like, yeah. It, it's giving a people people a reason to talk about mm-hmm. it. So people are finally talking up. Yeah, definitely. and so many people that I wouldn't that I would have thought, oh, they they would have had the jab for sure. Yeah, are coming out of the woodwork now yeah, and being like, so hey, good. Sarah, like, what can we do? Yes, you know, so good. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, they've just gone too far. They could have almost gotten away with it by this point. Like they've got so many people vaccinated, but this whole mandate shit and borders opening, all this crap. Yeah. I said to Chris a while ago, I was like, Australians are really easygoing. Yeah. We are, in general, a and really easygoing like population. Too much go. We've always like... had a pretty comfortable life. We've never had, like, war in our country or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like, we, yeah. we have been involved in wars, but never on our home turf. Uh-huh. Um, well, but... the Japs bombed us. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. But, yeah, not like an invasion. No. Um but eventually you're gonna piss us off yeah mm-hmm. and we're there you've yeah. pissed us off enough and now we're actually gonna do something about it yeah so true i still think um because this is a problem too is like if there's a rally you know the whole um what are they fucking called agent provocators yeah like you could literally have someone so pro-vax and be so disgusted with us just meeting in the park yeah. that then they go and go like hey let's rally uh you know fuck the vaccine and then like burn the council building down and yeah, then yeah. you know we talk about like positive uh protests or, so, or whatever yeah can help change yeah but then you think you know if, if they're calculating they could totally fuck it up for us if oh, somebody yeah. goes out there and bashes a copper like the whole capital building crap yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just yeah. people going in there, and then now we're associated with Yeah, them. yeah. The same as this politician's fucking daughter, son, daughter, trans, whatever, uh, was graffitiing over Oh, yeah, that. yeah, and someone threw a spray can well, at she, it. I think she threw a spray can yeah, at someone, yeah, and someone yeah. did something back. Oh, yeah. and then they associate that, Andy like, Medics. anti-vaxxers did yeah, that. Yeah, that was Andy Medic's daughter. It, 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 none of it lined up, even. Yeah. Voice from Victoria, like, really pulled it all apart, and she was like, it's just such a fucking... <laughs> But that's what they use, is yeah, anything, yeah. is yeah. like, oh, the anti-vaxxers did this. Okay. Yeah, because they just demonised that term. Yeah. You know, I'm happy to be an anti-vaxxer. Yes, yeah. I'm an well, anti-vaxxer. Like, I am anti-vaccine. I think yeah. I think the world would be a better place if vaccines mm-hmm. didn't exist. Yeah. But that's not what I'm going out there and talking yeah. to people about. I'm saying, get the vaccine if you want. And yeah. I genuinely I feel that. I think you'll be dead in 10 years. I, and but... I, I do feel anger, though, towards people who want to do their kids. I just... Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, I don't fucking agree with your decision at fucking all, and yeah. I will judge you. But I feel the same if they circumcise and yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's the same fucking. We all have know. preferences. Yeah. We're not better than anyone else. You judge no. us for some shit too. Exactly. Fuck, whatever. We're humans. That's what we do. Yeah. Um. But you know, just because I think you'll be dead in ten years and you're a stupid fuck for taking it, doesn't mean I can't be your friend. Yeah. You know, like I think you're a stupid <laughs> fuck for 
drinking too many rums, but yeah. I still love you. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. Why did we have? Why did? How did we get to a point in society mm-hmm. where because you disagree with something, one thing that someone yeah. does, you can't uh-huh. be their friend and you can't love exactly. them? Exactly. It's so true. It's so fucking messed up. It is. It's just really divisive. It you know, is. It, they're just. Well, that works in their favour, doesn't it? Because three hundred, mm-hmm. you know, what nine hundred and forty-five thousand Australians standing up as one in unity mm. does not serve their narrative. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I should, I'm, I should go and get my kids. I feel like I haven't seen them. Yeah, Chris all day. just sent me a message <laughs> complaining. I can't do lights by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mm. Alrighty, well, catchy cunts. Catchy cunts. <laughs>